on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Radio City. Here's Matt Foley. Good win for the Brewers today. They defeat Philadelphia 5-3 on the road. Series even, one game apiece, going into tomorrow's Sunday night baseball matchup between these two teams. Brewers uh, comparatively explode offensively five runs on nine hits they're coming off a day where they had just a couple uh, where they just had five hits and if you've listened to me much lately you've heard me talk about the fact that the brewers have played really two type of games their their numbers fall into kind of one category in their wins and they fall into a very different category in their losses and this is another great example of that they score the five runs they get the nine hits it's a good offensive day for the club uh, adrian hauser's good enough six innings three runs on five hits you'll take that will say it a million times this year, if you give this pitching staff just a little bit of run support, you're going to win some games, and they give them some run support today, winning 5-3, a really important four-run fifth inning. Zach Wheeler was really good today for the Phillies, really good for the Phillies, and the Brewers were able to get their lineup turned over for a third time, and that's always a key number, and there's a lot of people out there who like to poo-poo the idea that things change when an order comes up for a third time, and there's people who don't like it when there's pitching changes based off the fact that uh, you're going to face a lineup for the third time, but numbers don't lie, and today is a great example of that. It, It was a combination of that third time through the lineup, and I think Wheeler was tiring a little bit. That's probably a fair assessment. Uh, he has not been very good to start the season. He's also coming off a spring training that was it was already shortened for everybody. It was really shortened for him. Uh, he never participated in an actual spring training game. He only did stuff on the backfields. And it's been a slow start for him, a guy who was uh, second in the Cy Young Award voting last year. With today's loss, he drops to 0-3 with an 8.53 ERA. So... Good day for the Brewers. They get the four runs in the fifth inning. Uh, they get a home run from Hunter Renfro, his second home run. So that is, that's good to see. You are expecting him to hit him over the wall this year and be a big part of what this team is going to do from a run-scoring standpoint. We always talk about how tough it is to string hits together. You string hits together, you put up a big inning. That's exactly what the Brewers do. Uh, they're in that uh, four-run fifth inning where they scored four runs on five hits. They really strong them together. So I think this is a really good win. This is one of the better wins this year for the team against a good Phillies team. They've struggled in Philadelphia. It's been a long time since they've won a game in Philadelphia. So a lot of good stuff coming out of this one today. If you want to join the program, you can do so by calling or texting into the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. You call, you text, we get it all. Or you can uh, tweet at me if you'd like at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Brewers 5, Phillies 3. We continue on with the program in just a moment. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. 1-1 pitch to Renfro, and this is a line drive into right field, carrying out towards Castellanos. He reaches up, he doesn't catch it, and it's going to roll all the way to the wall, and Renfro into second with a leadoff double here in the fifth. Brewers get the win. Good win today. 
5-3 in Philadelphia, certainly one of their better wins this season. Brewers Extra Innings does continue here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley. Vinny Rotino will be joining us in just a while. We'll still hear the postgame thoughts from manager Craig Council and go back through the game with the highlights. So a lot to get to before all is said and done this evening. If you want to join us, 855-616-1620. That's the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Or tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. Mike in Colorado texting to the program says, Today's win was more of what we've been expecting. I think Wong should be full-time in the leadoff spot. What do you think? So Wong is the full-time leadoff hitter against right-handers. He's dropped in the lineup against left-handers. I don't have a problem with that. You're going to face more righties than lefties. Uh, Right now, when it comes to finding success against lefties, if putting Wong in the leadoff spot leads to something against left-handers, okay. I, they just they get they got to do something against lefties. That's been a, a challenge. They're just they're not having success against lefties. So maybe that is the answer. It just it's never bothered me. I, I so I understand fans who want to see pretty much the set lineup on a day in day out basis. I don't agree with them, but I understand them. But to me, there's there's a, I differentiate between the lineup that you set for right-handers and the lineup that you set for left-handers. And in no way, shape, or form do I think that you should be running out the same lineup against righties and lefties as a standard lineup. And I don't think that is um, I don't I don't think that's something to really be shooting for. Uh, I understand if you want to see basically the same lineup every day that you face a righty and every day that you face a lefty. I, I understand where you're coming from. Again, don't agree, understand. I don't understand uh, the idea of wanting to have the same lineup no matter if it's righties or lefties. But, yeah, I mean, Wong in the leadoff spot, he brings some juice to it. Uh, he tends to, and he went 0 for 4 today, by the way. I mean, it's not, he's hitting 173, so he's not doing anything incredibly special yet. It was good to see, by the way, speaking of hitters who have struggled, it was uh, good to see Willie Adamas get two hits today. He gets off the highway. He gets uh, his average up to 200. So uh, that's a that's a good thing for him. You just you want to see these offensive numbers come up. It, it it's not a huge deal, but as a team, they lift their team batting average four points today. They go from 205 to 209. That's what a nine hit day will do early on in the season. You're not going to be raising your team uh, batting average uh, four points in a single game at any point uh, in you know late in the season. But they were able to do that today. 855-616-1620, the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Let's grab Sparky in Madison. Hey, Sparky, you're on WTMJ. Okay, Matt, thanks for uh, taking my call. Uh, you know, I just have to ask you, I should know this, but I don't know, uh, the status of Josh Hader's contract. And, you know, there have been rumblings in the off season a little bit about his future. And, you know, his uh, his ability is still so good, and I think today he only threw 11 pitches to, uh, for the save in the ninth inning. Uh, it, do you think that's a concern from the standpoint that as he keeps going on and has been so effective as he has, that the Brewers could afford to keep him? And would they want to keep somebody that's a relief pitcher and pay out the kind of money that these guys get? So. I'd like to see if you can just give me some insight so far as what his status uh, contract-wise is and go from there. Could you kind of give me some insight on that? 
Yeah, you bet, Sparky. So uh, he has one more year of arbitration eligibility left, so one more year of club control, essentially, uh, going into next season. Uh, He's making $11 million this year. That number is going to go up again next season, and then he is eligible for unrestricted free agency in 2024. So the Brewers have one more year of club control on him, but it's going to be an expensive year. That that salary is certainly going to uh, go up again at some point in time, I just think it's he's going to be cost prohibitive for this team, and there's a lot more revenue coming in. I mean, you watch, there's Friday night games on Apple TV Plus. There's uh, Sunday morning games on Peacock. There's jersey patches coming. There's all these new sources of income and revenue that are coming in, and. That results in more money for the teams. So the Brewers, and just like any team in baseball, they are going to be able to spend more and more money moving forward. So maybe they find they figure out a way to get a deal done with him and keep him in the fold. Uh, it just at at some point it might if if you're not going to do that, it probably actually makes sense to move him before next season because you've got one more year of club control on him. If you make a trade, you can at least get something back for him before he walks out the door in unrestricted free agency. Now, if if the Brewers really believe they can get a long-term deal done with him and that message has been given to the team from his representation, then maybe you gamble and you keep him in the fold all of next season. Um, but yeah, that's uh, he's at eleven million dollars, one more year of arbitration, and then unrestricted free agency in twenty twenty four. And I would think the chances are that it's going to be hard to keep him. And it may, at some point, the the money that you would spend on him might be better spent somewhere else, especially when you have someone like Devin Williams who is ready to just probably take over that closer spot. Doug texting in, today's win was more of what, uh, wait, hold on, that was, there. hold on, I was reading Mike's. Doug text in, says, that's your perfect Brewer game. A 5-3 to three win, that's all you need, four or five runs, keep up the clutch hitting, get a little streak going. With this pitching, there should be good winning streaks of five or more a lot. I don't know about the winning streak, I, you might be right. I, for me, it's more about limiting the losing streaks. I just don't think there's going to be many losing streaks this year because of the pitching. Uh, it's it's tough to string wins together, and I, I don't know doing that multiple times over the course of the season is not an easy thing to do. But more than anything else, I think having especially those top three guys. Anyway, look, look, Hauser's been good, and Lauer's been good. It's a it, it's a lot of really good starting pitching, and it's going to be a challenge for this team to go on any sort of extended uh, losing streak. Brewers today, by the way, four for eight with runners in scoring position. That's good. Uh, they're actually a better team hitting with runners in scoring position than you would think they are. I, I talked about that on Brewers warm-up today. I went through a whole bunch of numbers. Uh, they actually they, they improve with runners on. It doesn't feel that way, but numbers don't lie, and they do improve as a team at the plate when there are runners on. 855-616-1620, 855-616-1620. That's the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can tweet into the program as well, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Vinny Rotino joins us next here on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley on WTMJ. One-two pitch. Peterson line drive into center field. That's down for a base hit. Renfro will trot home. Kane stops at second. It's an RBI single for Jace Peterson. 
and he drives in his first run of the season, and the Brewers are on the board. It's 3-1 to Phillies. Brewers get the win 5-3, thanks in large part to a four-run fifth inning. Let's bring in Vinny Rotino. And, Vinny, for me, this one is pretty simple. The Brewers do what they're supposed to do. Zach Wheeler starts to tire a little bit there in the fifth inning. The Brewers get their lineup uh, turned over for a third time. He leaves some pitches, gives some pitches for them to hit, and they take advantage. And more often than not, as an offensive club, if you are going to take advantage when a pitcher leaves something up, isn't totally sharp you're going to win those games and you're score some runs and that's what the brewers do today and they haven't been doing that too matt right so it's been inconsistent with their offense and so that's a really good sign that they were able to string some hits together in that fifth inning and look they hadn't scored a run against zach wheeler for 22 straight innings so um it's a really good sign that they were able to string those hits together um you know obviously hunter renfro i thought that was he had the great game but what i saw from him and especially in that inning leading the leading the rally there with that double, was he took kind of an easier swing. So hopefully there's something there that he kind of unlocked and he's, uh, he's going to be a big bat for them going forward. Okay, expound on that a little bit because there's going to be yeah. a lot of people who just heard easier swing and they're going to have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no. So, so what I saw from Hunter Renfro and what I've been seeing is that he's actually been taking pretty good swings. Yesterday he punched out with the bases loaded in the first inning and he had, it, was a, it was a tough at-bat. He missed a couple of sliders that he usually hits from lefties. Then Ranger Suarez painted in on him. It was probably off the plate for strike three. So everyone's like, oh, Hunter Renfro stinks, right? I was even thinking that. <laughs> I really wasn't. But I'm saying he's been p- getting pitched tough. He's been taking really good swings. He's been missing, though, just missing. And that's all it takes. It's, just, it's a game of not inches, not centimeters. It's a game of literally millimeters with that barrel. And I thought today he took kind of easier swings where it's, it just takes a little bit of head movement. If you swing over swinging a little bit, your head will pull just slightly off the baseball, and all of a sudden you're going to miss or foul that pitch off. Today he was more under control. That barrel accuracy was there, and obviously hit a couple of scud missiles, and he actually had a third hit there in his last up as well. Yeah, so he finishes a triple short of the cycle. Renfro, three for four today. That's a really good day for him. Adamas goes two for four. He gets his average back uh, above 200. We've talked so much about guys struggling. If It's one game. You don't make too much of, of one single game. But if Renfro can string together a few days like this, if Adamas can string together a few days like this, I mean, they, they raised their team batting average uh, four points today. And that doesn't sound like a huge deal, but... It is. It's not easy to raise a team batting average four points in one day. It's a lot easier this time of the season than it is uh, later in the season. But there's a lot of good offensive numbers from an individual standpoint and a team standpoint coming out of this game. Yeah, I mean, they came into the game with 90 hits total, and they actually had 14 games played. So they were 24th in the league in hits, in total hits. Uh, I know that stat doesn't mean a whole lot. You want to have you know look at batting average, but they were 24th in the league, and then they string together nine hits today. Again, I think, you know, part of it is luck. You want hits to fall. But they did a great job of, like you said at the opening, at the start, is like, look, they got to grind out some of these at-bats to get to a guy like Zach Wheeler that third time through the order and then take advantage of those mistakes. Um, I mean, Zach Wheeler is like arguably last year was like top three most valuable players in war in all of baseball. And so obviously this was going to be a tough game. And you thought that the Brewers were not going to win this game 3 nothing in the fifth against Zach Wheeler and the Phillies. So a huge win in my book, right? I mean, just to, they should have won yesterday. They didn't. And they even the series against Zach Wheeler. 
Adrian Hauser, six innings, three runs on five hits, three strikeouts, one walk. There were some mistakes there that he had that resulted in the runs, but my goodness, if, if you feel like Adrian Hauser was not his best today and he still gives up just three runs in six innings, you'll take that every time. Dude, this guy has gotten really, really good. I mean, 58 strikes out of 85 pitches, 17 out of 28 first pitch strikes. So if he does that, he's just going to continue to have guys off balance because they don't really know what's coming next. After he gets ahead with that sinker or even the, you know, flips in a curveball, like he, he has the ability to command that sinker now to both sides, even up, which is impressive. He commands it up in the zone, which you would never have heard uh, before all this new data and analytics have, have come out. But a phenomenal job by Adrian Hauser in the third by limiting the damage, and that's kind of his maturation process here is that he, he kind of limited the, you know, it didn't snowball out of control that inning. After Colton Wong dropped that pop-up, and that was a weird play, um, and, and you saw him kind of slip back into those old patterns where he would kind of like, you know, overthrow a pitch. You saw the frustration from him, from him, but he got it back, and he was able to get through that third inning, which was huge. It kept the Brewers in the game. Last thing for you, Devin Williams Gave up a hit, nothing more. A scoreless inning from him. We're we're trying to see, you know, signs of progress, and it feels like today was a was a step forward for him. I think so. I mean, we saw this a little bit last year from him early on. He was, you know, he had the shoulder stuff, and he was dropping his arm. I thought a little bit yanking the changeup. So we saw this last year, um, and it looked like the confidence was there today. I think it's important for him to get that first out of the inning. Right, and he did that um, today, and then he was able to kind of cruise. Uh, you know, a little bit of nervous situation there with Bryce Harper's up and the runner on down two. You thought maybe he would be sitting on that changeup. I think he actually was sitting on the changeup, and he actually just grounded to a double play. So, um, yeah, that's a big that's a big outing from Devin Williams again for his confidence more than anything. All right, Vinny, good stuff as always. Enjoy the evening. Yeah, you have a day tomorrow because they don't play until Sunday night, and uh, yeah, we'll talk again tomorrow night. Sounds good. Thanks, Matt. All right, Vinny Rotino joining us here on Brewers X Turnings. Brewers, they pick up the win in Philadelphia by a 5-3 score. We've got the news in two minutes. We'll come back with the postgame comments of manager Craig Council after that. This is Brewers X Turnings. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Falling. 2-1 pitch. Solidly struck ball into right center field. This is going back, and it is gone. It flies out of here to right center. It just crept over the wall. And Hunter Renfro with his second home run of the season. 5-3. Brewers get the win in Philadelphia. Brewers extra innings continues here on WTMJ. My name's Matt Pauley. Of the Brewers, five runs. Four of them score in the fifth inning. Fifth inning, excuse me. As manager Craig Council met with the media just a little while ago, he opened up by talking about that four-run fifth. Yeah, I mean, we did just a nice job with keep the line moving. Uh, it was one of those rallies um, with, with some big two-out hits. And... Um, yeah, he, he had I thought he had you know, he kinda got got cooking there for a while. He was just he was throwing a lot of strikes. He was um making just quality pitches kind of in the strike zone and we, we, there was a lot of contact but but nothing nothing really squared up that well. So it's just it's one of those rallies, it's just get a good ball to hit, have a good at bat, um, and keep the line moving. How nice is it to see Hunter really get going with driving the ball? Yeah, just a big offensive game, you know. We we we've Hunter. We needed a big offensive game, you know. And Hunter kind of broke out with one. The home run to add on a run was was big. So, um, 
I had, he had a really nice game. What, what do you think about Hosmer today? He seems to have a good game after. I, I thought I thought it was a great game by Adrian. It's just it's one of those games that just is is um, shows how he's gotten better. Um, he he ran into some trouble, um, not necessarily you know made a bad pitch, and then we we, did, we messed up a play and. Um, you know they, they did a nice job and they put a couple. You know we we were down three nothing, um, and then he was he was he was just really really good after that. You know I mean um, so that was it was just he kept putting up zeros, kept fighting, kept making good pitches, um, and that's why we win the game. When you say that it's just um, when you say about it just shows how good he's gotten or how much better he's gotten. Is that just a sign of like perseverance or just the way he's kind of grown? Through yeah, I mean I think just. It's it's a little bit of like uh, it's both. I think it's it's emotionally, and then it's just pitch making. Um, you know, to not let that snowball and be something that uh, changes your start. You just keep making pitches, and and a, and a good result can really come of it. Craig, in the fifth, that that double steal with with Christian yeah. and Willie. How how big did that run that run end up? Well, yeah. I mean, at the time, that was that was you know the go ahead run. Um, you know, we're down 0-2 in the count, and thought we'd try to take it, try to try something there. Um, you you got to use that as a surprise play, and um, worked out well. Looked like Willie got a good read on it, even if that was a good throw. Might have been. Yeah, well, that's play. that's the whole key to it. It's it's a tough play for the guy on third, obviously. Um, and uh, Willie did. I th- I think either way, um, we had a chance there. Devin in the eighth, top of the order. Yeah, I mean, tough. You know, both Devin and Josh had tough innings and uh, tough innings with the hitters, and um, they were both really efficient. It's great to see Devin just be efficient with the pitches. We had a nice double play. Jason made a nice play on the Harper ball. So, um, but good, good clean innings with both of them. Trevor got just another really effective appearance. Yeah, no, I mean Trevor's. He's pitched great, and um, he's throwing strikes. Um, you know, the hitters hitters look fairly uncomfortable. You know, he got them chasing today, and um, it's, it's 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 what we've seen since we've put him in games. The hitters aren't comfortable against them. Well, it kind of generates those awkward swings because it seems like he's getting a lot of them on. Yeah, I mean, he's he's you know, it's he's he's a little bit like he's the low, it's low release, you know, and and the ball jumps a little bit. Um, the, the cutter is. Is a, is a better pitch now uh, for sure, and that's neutral. You know that slows the hitter down, um, and I, so I think it's a combination of all that. Magic Craig Council speaking with the media just a little while ago. Brewers get the win in Philadelphia, five three. How did it all go down? We'll tell you with the highlights. That's next on WTMJ. For this fly ball, this deep right, and this third deck. Holy smokes! Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Foley. 5-3, Brewers get the win over the Phillies. Pitching matchup, Adrian Hauser going for the crew. The Phillies have Zach Wheeler on the mound. Wheeler off to a slow start this year, but was second in the Cy Young Award voting last year. Of course, second to Corbin Burns. Look like the Brewers might get on the board in the top of the first inning with one out. Willie Adamas gets a base hit. Then with two outs, Andrew McCutcheon singles. So a couple runners on in the first inning, and it brings up Rowdy Tellez. The 0-1, Tellez. Solid contact out to center. Herrera drifting back onto the warning track to make the catch in front of the 401 sign. Rowdy hit it well, but to the deepest part of the park, and the ballpark held it. And the inning is over. 
Yeah, it's kind of been a storyline this season for the Brewers. They have not scored in the first inning when they've had some opportunities, and they've given up some runs in the first inning as well. And it did play out this way today in the bottom of the first inning. Quickly, two outs, but then Bryce Harper at the plate. Phillies have a lot of thump in this lineup. It is a dangerous one to navigate. The 0-1 pitch, and here's a hard-hit ball out to right. Renfro chasing. It's going to get over his head and one-hop the wall in right center. Harper motoring down as he strolls into second with a two-out stand-up double. And it brings up Nick Castellanos. Here comes the 0-2. And it is lined down the right field line. This is a fair ball and going to roll into the corner for extra bases for Castellanos. Harper trots home all the way from second base. It's an RBI double. Adrian Hauser kind of settles in after that, does not give up a run in the second inning, but in the third inning, the Phillies uh, come up with a couple more runs. It all gets started with Odubel Herrera. 1-0 Phillies in the 0-2. Swing a line drive, base hit, pulled into right center field. It hits the grass, splits the gap, and that one rolling all the way to the fence. Over to get it is Kane, Herrera wanting three. Here's the relay from Colton Wong. A slide head first, he is safe. So he's on at third, nobody out, and the next hitter is Gene Segura. Here's Gene Segura with the infield, and he'll swing and pop it up right behind second base. In comes Renfro from right. Out goes the second baseman, Wong. He drops the ball, reaching out over his shoulder. In from third comes Herrera, and Segura safe at first. Would have been a tough play for Wong. That's why the air is not assessed. It might have been better for him to uh, let the outfield take care. Either way, it's ruled a single. It's a play that should have been made by somebody, and it makes it a 2-0 game. Reese Hoskins then walks. The runner's on at first and second, then first and third when Gene Segura steals third. Bryce Harper pops out, and then Nick Castellanos hits a sacrifice fly. That scores Segura. That's the second run of the inning. Next hitter, JT Ramuto. Real Muto grounded into the shift his first time up, then was retired by the second baseman. He breaks his bat here, lines it to third. Peterson makes a hat-high catch, taking one step to his left. The bat exploded on contact. So two runs on two hits makes it a 3-0 game going to the fourth inning. And Zach Wheeler was just absolutely rolling for the Phillies. In the fourth, it's a 1-2-3 inning. The second out was on an Andrew McCutcheon strikeout. The third out was with Rowdy Telez at the plate. 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss, and struck him out. Fastball that was inside, but Rowdy couldn't hold the hands back and went around. Back-to-back punch outs for Wheeler, retires the side in order for the third consecutive inning. Yeah, he was just absolutely rolling, like I mentioned, 10th in a row there for uh, Wheeler. But things would start to change in the fifth inning. It all gets going with Hunter Renfro. 1-1 pitch to Renfro, and this is a line drive into right field, carrying out towards Castellanos. He reaches up, he doesn't catch it, and it's going to roll all the way to the wall, and Renfro into second with a leadoff double here in the fifth. With one out, Lorenzo Kane gets a base hit. That moves Renfro to third, so runners on at the corners for Jace Peterson. 1-2 pitch. Peterson line drive into center field. That's down for a base hit. Renfro will trot home. Kane stops at second. It's an RBI single for Jace Peterson. And he drives in his first run of the season. And the Brewers are on the board. It's 3-1 Phillies. Big hit for Jace Peterson. He needed that one. With two outs, Willie Adamas is at the plate. 
Wheeler looks at second. Here's the first pitch to Adamas. And a line drive into left. That is going to drop. Around third is Kane. Here comes the throw home. He slides in there, and he's in there safely. So Peterson on at second after the Adamas base hit with Christian Yelich standing in. Wheeler comes set. Here's the pitch. And Christian with a line drive into right field. This is going to tie the game. Around third is Peterson. He will score. Adamas stops at third. And it's an RBI single for Christian Yelich, and we're tied at three. Not for long. So the next hitter is Andrew McCutcheon, and he quickly gets two strikes on him. And at that point, manager Craig Council calls for a little trickeration out there on the bases. The 0-2 pitch, there goes Yelich. Pitch is low for a ball, and now Yelich going to get caught in a rundown, and the throw goes through into center field. Adamas comes home and scores, and Yelich into second safely. Yelich was going to hold up and try to get caught in a rundown, and the throw got all the way through and into center field, and the Brewers take a 4-3 lead. Yeah, so the, the double steal was on right there, and it results in Willie Adamas stealing home, and the Brewers have a 4-3 lead. Andrew McCutcheon then strikes out on a foul tip, and that finishes things off for the fifth, but the Brewers get four runs on five hits in the inning and have a 4-3 lead. So we move along to the sixth inning. New pitcher into the game for the Phillies. That would be Christopher Sanchez. He replaces Zach Wheeler with one out. Hunter Renfro at the plate. 2-1 pitch. Solidly struck ball into right center field. This is going back, and it is gone. It flies out of here to right center. It just crept over the wall. And Hunter Renfro with his second home run of the season. 5-3. That ends up being the final score, but still a whole lot of baseball left to be played. Adrian Hauser mentioned him just rolling along. That's exactly what he was doing. He comes back out for the sixth inning, strikes out Bryce Harper, gets Nick Castellanos to pop out, and it brings up JT Ramuto. First pitch to Ramuto. Chopper on the left side. Big hop for Adamas. Hurries his throw to first, and he gets Ramuto by two steps. Adrian Hauser with a quick, efficient bottom of the sixth inning, and he has settled into this game nicely. That would be the final out he records. Six innings, three runs, five hits, three strikeouts, one walk as the Brewers continue to lead by a 5-3 score going into the seventh. That's when Trevor Gott comes into the game, gives up a base hit to Kyle Schwarber, but then strikes out Alec Bohm. Johan Camargo uh, ends up flying out and brings up Odubel Herrera. Schwarber led off the inning with a single. He is still at first base two outs later. Got trying to put Herrera away. He throws. Swing and a miss. He did. Struck him out with a high fastball. And Trevor got with another impressive inning for the Brewers. Devin Williams comes on to pitch in the eighth inning for the Brewers. Williams has been scuffling recently. First battery faces Gene Segura. Devin looking in. Trying to protect a two-run lead here. Bottom of the eighth inning. Comes set. And a 2-2. Swing and a miss. He struck him out with another changeup at the bottom of the zone, and Segura strikes out. He gives up a base hit to Reese Hoskins, and that would bring Bryce Harper to the plate representing the tie and run. Williams 0-1 pitch. Ground ball could be two. Peterson flips to Adamas for one. On to first in time. And Devin Williams gets the ground ball and gets a 5-6-3 double play to get out of the inning. And just what the doctor ordered, good to see Williams put up the zero. 5-3, the score remains, and we head to the ninth inning. New pitcher into the game for the Brewers is Josh Hader. First batter he faces, Nick Castellanos. He grounds out. The second hitter that he faces is JT Ramuto. 
There is a strong argument for that. As dominant as they come. The 2-2. Swing and a miss. He struck him out with a fastball at 98. And there's two away. And the next hitter is Kyle Schwarber. Hater trying to nail down the Brewers' ninth win of the season. The 0-1. Popped him up high into the sky behind second base. Drifting into shallow left center is Adamas, the shortstop. He squeezes it. And the Brewers have won. And they have evened up this series at a game apiece with a 5-3 come-from-behind victory here today. With the win, the Brewers go to 9-6, while the Phillies, they drop to 6-9. Winning totals for the crew, five runs, nine hits, no errors. They leave four. For Philadelphia, three runs, seven hits, no errors. They leave three. Winning pitcher Adrian Hauser, he is 1-2. Zach Wheeler takes the loss to drop to 0-3. Josh Hader, the save. It is his seventh of the year. Home runs, Hunter Renfro hits his second of the year. That's the only home run hit in the game. The game lasting a tidy two hours and 57 minutes. Played in front of a crowd of 30,612 folks at Citizens Bank Park. Series even at one game apiece. Series finale, it's the big one of the weekend, Sunday Night Baseball. We'll preview that. We'll also give you some scores from around baseball and get out of here for the night. Brewers get the 5-3 win in Philadelphia. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Five three, Brewers get the win in Philadelphia. This is Brewers extra innings. Just a few more minutes left in the program before we call it a night. Gonna be fun tomorrow. Brewers uh, get to play the Sunday nighter. It always always feels like a big deal when they play the Sunday night game, and that's going to be uh, coming up tomorrow. Pretty good pitching matchup. We'll go through that here in just a moment. Let's give you some scores from around the world of baseball. We will start in the NL Central where the Cardinals shut out the Cincinnati Reds by a 5 nothing score. The, are the Reds the worst team in baseball by record? They're 2-13. and They are bad. They are really bad. They had a bad offseason. It felt like they just didn't care about winning anymore. Well, they... They don't because they're not two and thirteen. My goodness, they are bad. Cardinals are now nine and four with that five nothing victory. Dakota Hudson made the start for St. Louis, went six and two thirds innings, two hits, four strikeouts, four walks. He is now one and one for Cincinnati. Uh, there, the start went to uh, Tyler Malley. He went four and a third, two runs on five hits, three strikeouts, three walks. They had some uh, relief pitchers who certainly struggled in that one. But yeah, they are they are not good. Speaking of uh, not good days, how about this one? The Cubs beat the Pirates 21 to nothing. 21 to nothing. Uh, Chicago had an eight-run second inning. Now the Pirates had won the first two games of this series, and it was just ugly, ugly, ugly today. They had three pitchers give up at least four runs. Their starter, Zach Thompson, goes two innings, nine runs, four earned. Nine runs, four earned on nine hits, one strikeout and two walks. Pittsburgh commits two errors uh, in the game, but that results in a lot of unearned runs. Uh, That's a tough day. That's of the 21 runs that are scored 16 of them are earned, so five unearned runs in that game scored by the Cubs. 21 to nothing. A lot of big numbers for uh, the Cubs. Interestingly enough, though, they only hit one home run. 
They have one, two, three. They have four doubles and one home run. They have 23 hits. So of the 23 hits, only five were extra base hits. They just singled the Pirates to death today en route to a 21 nothing win. The Pirates also did issue four walks. Although four walks, not horrible. Cubs pitchers did not issue any walks uh, in the game. Around the Brewers minor league system, uh, Low A Carolina, they lose at home to Lynchburg by a 9-2 score. The Wisconsin Timber Rattlers played a doubleheader today against Quad Cities in game number one. Wisconsin picks up the win by a 7-3 score, and then the Timber Rattlers come back with the doubleheader sweep as they win game number two by a 5-2 score. Double A Biloxi, they are playing at Birmingham right now. And that game is 4-3 midway through the fourth inning. Um, and, yeah, so for uh, Biloxi in this game, I thought that Luis Urias was going to be uh, in the lineup. And Urias is one for three playing. So uh, good to see him playing a game that uh, is actually a, a game and not just something going on in exp- extended spring training. And the AAA Nashville, they are through three innings right now at home against Charlotte. And Nashville wins, or is leading that game, I should say, 3 nothing. Again, they are through three innings. Brewers and Phillies, they are going to wrap up this series coming up tomorrow night. It's the big one, Sunday night baseball. A 6 8 first pitch. Uh, Eric Lauer is going to get the start for the Brewers tomorrow. The lefty comes in with a 1-0 record and a 3.48 ERA. Aaron Nola, pretty good pitcher, will make the start for the Phillies. The right-hander comes in with a 1-2 record and a 5.52 ERA. So 6-0-8 first pitch tomorrow. Network coverage at 5-30. I've got you at uh, 5 o'clock for uh, Brewers warm-up, and then we'll talk to you uh, following the game for Brewers extra earnings. Once again, Brewers pick up the win today over the Phillies 5 We'll talk to you tomorrow for more Brewers Baseball.